Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey queens! Hey queens. Happy so Thanksgiving! welcome back to the pod. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it is Thanksgiving. It's the holiday season. It's so crazy. The time flies for sure. It literally feels like summer just started yeah i'm shook but i'm so excited for the season it's just all the good vibes seriously tis the season it's just like the christmas energy in the air Mm -hmm. is so exciting and i personally haven't started decorating yet but i really really want to but i'm debating because when we leave the house like are my dogs just gonna eat it you know what I mean but I saw this thing on Instagram where it was like Thanksgiving is a day and Christmas is a season so that's why it's fine to decorate like starting now even though Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet and I was like yes honestly yeah I was listening to Christmas music this um past this weekend and uh, it was just the best vibes Justin Bieber's Christmas album never gets old literally love that so okay love that okay here we go updates for you guys so we have our $100 off our Paris trip for Black Friday that opens up this week I think I said that in the last episode but I meant to say it this episode so they will go live this this week a hundred dollars off on the Paris trip. So if you're thinking about coming, now's the time. I believe it's 25% due when you sign up and then the rest is due, I believe 90 days out and there are payment plans available and you can save a hundred dollars. So now is the time and we're so excited. Yeah. We could talk about Paris forever as you guys know. So yeah, sign up. It's going to be amazing. Yes, and then we also have our BFF giveaway going live today as well on the feed, probably around 9 a.m., I would say. So depending on when you listen to this, the post will go live at 9 a.m., and we're so excited because we just want to thank you guys, and we want to, I think we're going to do it, what did we just say, like a BFF duo? Yeah, a BFF duo giveaway, so we're going to choose a pair of BFFs and send you guys a little holiday gift as a thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. I feel like it's not little at all. Like this is some swag. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) This is like a really good gift, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would want to win it. So yeah, we're really excited about that. And then our Zoom is TBD. We need to figure out dates and then post a poll in the Facebook group to figure out which date works best for you guys. But we definitely want to do that because we think it'll be a fun way to just connect and chat with each other, kind of like our clubhouse vibes, but with video and do like an open open mic Q&A session mm-hmm. kind of vibes. So yeah, I feel like lots of things happening. I feel like that's just, it's the season of busy happy exciting vibes so yeah stay tuned for all of that but yes the giveaway will be posted on the influence community page so Mm -hmm. check there it's not our pages it'll be the influence community page uh yeah okay I feel like that's our main updates and then side updates um you guys Dexter (laughs) ate my prized 
ultra platform Uggs. And I'm so sad. Like, he could have picked... Yes, he could have picked any other shoe and I could have replaced them so easily and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But these Uggs, I just... I literally got them as soon as they came out because I was like I know these are going to be such a trend and such a hit and I've just had them and I've loved them and worn them so much I literally wore them to Paris like I wore them through the airport when I was traveling to and from and they were so comfy and I just am truly devastated that he ate them so I had to order a new pair unfortunately on StockX on StockX for more than what they retail for because I'm just so obsessed with them I love them so much like ugh, I could cry you guys and I know some of you damned me and yeah I could feel my pain I can't I cannot believe that like seriously that is Alyssa's obsession when you sent me that photo I was screaming for you but at least you got your hands on a new pair sorry about that we had some technical difficulties the universe technical universe wanted me to stop talking about my Uggs because (laughs) what's done is done we can't go back i they were literally up too like they weren't just sitting on the ground they were up on like this like bench stool thing we have so he had to physically have gone over there like picked them up and then taken them and eat ate them he was mad at you he sees how much you wear those things no i think he has been a little jealous of the attention that I've been giving Wrangler lately so for the past day I like make sure it's like very equal if not a little more towards Dexter so that he feels love and not like left out or neglected just because Wrangler is more naturally cuddly so I'm always like cuddling him whereas like Dexter likes his space but sometimes I feel like he wants to be included so I need to include him more and then hopefully he won't need my shoes but <laughs> there's your lesson yes. <laughs> anyways okay actually he like eats my important shoes when he was a puppy he chewed the heels of my first pair of Louboutins that I bought in Paris yeah he did yes, there are bite marks on them like he didn't like destroy them so they're, oh, still, but they're wearable, still like wearable but the okay, heels good. have straight up bite marks on them so this is the oh second God. pair of very important shoes that he has b- bite marks. It's a crime of passion, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> okay, and then what is your other up? Oh yeah, you went to the snow this weekend. How was it? Wait, yes, was there snow? I went to Big Bear. It was weirdly very warm today, but there is still snow on the ground. So there is yeah, so we went to Big Bear. There's snow on the ground. Um, did not shoot one single thing. Actually, was not even on my Good phone for you. that much. It was very That's yeah. So nice. It was a very like healing, like disconnected um, spiritual weekend. Yeah, just like disconnected. It was like very wholesome vibes. So I feel like it was very nice. And then I'm going to the woods, the woods, the mountains again. <laughs> the wilderness. Come, <laughs> I know. Why did I say the woods? I'm going to the woods. I'm going into the woods, you guys. Um, <laughs> this, this weekend. So I feel like I'm connecting with nature. I'm grounding myself nice. and it's been very healing and really good. So yeah, it was a very beautiful weekend. I feel recharged for sure. We love that. Yeah. Okay. Let's move into let's our influences yes. of the week. Okay. You go first. Okay, so I bought, lol, these. Okay, I feel like I've said this on the podcast. Like, I really, really freaking want the 
the Apple Air Max Pro headphones, but I just hate the colorways except the silver. I mean, the silver is like cute, but like I just like would love a cutie pink one. And there are rumors that a pink version is coming out for Gen 2. So I'm waiting for Gen 2, these colors, to come out. And while I'm waiting, I bought this like $16 pair of Amazon headphones but honestly you guys they're really cute like (laughs) I wanted like a little headphone vibe for fall because I feel like I see that all over my explore page and I just think it's such a cute vibe um so I got them and they're honestly really cute they feel like a plastic no (laughs) that's like I oh my god I'm like really exposing myself here but um they feel like a plastic toy but they're really cute so I will link them I'll probably post a photo with them this week so you took some cute ones um last week so yeah honestly we love them yeah they're not that they're bad they're keeping they're me vibe. afloat <laughs> yeah I just can't wait for I'm hoping that a new pink color comes out that's all I gotta say I feel like so. pink is the color of the year so how could they not do a pink one I know and also I would assume they're coming out really soon because if they miss the opportunity of like the Christmas holiday season to come out with new colors for people like I feel like that's a huge missed opportunity so maybe it'll come out soon but there's no actual date or anything online so these are all my speculations (laughs) well yeah that's mine fingers crossed what is yours So mine, I feel like I'm really drawn to anything that has that cable knit pattern detail on it, like the chunky sweaters, Mm -hmm. the scarves, even like the lounge pants, just anything with that kind of cable knit pattern I love because I love the way the texture looks and I like how the texture looks in photos as well because I feel like it kind of adds a little dimension to it, even if you're keeping with like a monochromatic outfit that detail kind of just pops so loving just chunky sweaters right now with that kind of pattern yeah, I on feel it. like that's such that is like such the winter vibe yeah and we're it's like cozy but it's season. still stylish and chic so that's mm-hmm. I feel like what I'm just currently being drawn to so that's what I am living so kind of simple this Cute. week but yeah Okay, so this week's episode we're really excited to talk about because it was actually a question submitted and we will shout her out at the end as the listener of the week, but basically we want to talk about the changing influencer space and the new ways you can make money in this industry. So we do have an episode with, I want to say it's like 10 ways to generate income or something similar to that that we've done. Yeah, it was some... Um, so mm-hmm. this one is kind of, I would say, an updated version of that with some of the old ones we've mentioned before that would be the main ones and then some new ways because I feel like this industry is just always changing and evolving. So that's this week's topic and yeah, yeah we're excited to share. So basically, I feel like there are new slash more streams of income and new slash different types of opportunities and just multiple ways to make money in this industry which I feel like if you are wanting to go full-time this is good news because there's not just one way to do it there are so many different ways you can make an income which makes it 
more possible to do this full time and have this career if that's what you want it to be. So I would just say figure out what aspect of the industry you're passionate about and then pursue that because we're going to go through all the different points and I feel like there's a lot. So you just really have to pick what you like and what you're drawn to and then make that your income. Yeah, and I feel like there's ways that we're about to talk about, but it's not these are ways that aren't reliant on your following, which is the main thing. And like, yes, I don't know. It's just, that's a huge aspect because you would think that you need to have a following, but most of these ways, if not all of them, Mm -hmm. you can have a very small following and just be starting out. So like, I feel like when we first started, it was like, oh, you have to hit 10K before you can start charging because you didn't get the swipe up link until you had 10K. So Mm -hmm. it's like people thought you couldn't make money until you hit that. That was kind of like, I guess, the standard. And then people without that started making money. So then I, I feel like the space was kind of like, okay, wow, like what can we do to make money if we don't have 10K yet and we don't have the swipe up link? But then obviously Instagram gave everyone the link sticker. So that obviously changed as well. So it just goes to show that the industry is always evolving and changing and there are just so many ways to take advantage of that. So obviously the main and most obvious one is monetizing brand deals on your social platforms. So if you're new to social media or you're just new here, These, I feel like, are the main platforms you can monetize. So Instagram, obviously, TikTok, YouTube, and YouTube Shorts, Pinterest, and a blog. I kind of feel like blogs are making a little comeback. I don't know. I kind of like a blog moment. Me too. I feel like they've been slowly making their way back. It's just nice to own, to have something that you own, you know, personally, Whereas, like, Instagram could literally disappear tomorrow and that's that. But your blog is, like, yours. So I feel like that's a cool aspect about it. Mm -hmm. And then with those social platforms, you can cross-promote your content that you've already created. So kind of my routine, basically, is I'll post on Instagram and then I'll use those images and post those on Pinterest as an idea pin. And then I'll link my outfit with what I can on Like to Know It. So that's kind of like getting the most use out of that photo that we took. And then Mm -hmm. the other way I do it is once I post my Instagram reel, I'll repost that same video on TikTok and like post other TikToks that we either took the same day or just something related. I upload the video to Pinterest as an idea pin and upload it to YouTube shorts as well. And that right there is four uses on one piece of content. So I feel like you're already taking the time and effort to create this content you might as well get the most out of it especially because like we don't repost something so it's like once we post it we're done you know so you get the most out of getting the most use out of your content so I think that's smart like a good practice to kind of get into but that's obviously the most basic way to do the brand deals and you guys know that so now we'll talk about UGC and content creation because I feel like that's kind of been the newest slash biggest thing would you say yeah UGC user generated content I feel like there's a new wave of this coming around because it used to just be obviously UGC is just content created organically by a consumer Mm -hmm. 
But the new thing now is you don't have to have a following and you can kind of like free you basically you can be a freelance content creator at this point that specializes in UGC inspired content for brands and brands are paying a lot for this because this is the type of content that sells. I feel like that kind of content performs the best in terms of engagement on brand pages instead of their you know, high editorial photo shoots that they put on. And I feel like for me as a consumer, when I'm shopping, I like to see the clothing or product on an actual person, you know, like a like a real life person and not just a brand model. Yes. Because I feel like it's more relatable and I can actually see how it's going to fit on someone. Like I love going to brands tagged photos and seeing if someone else is wearing the piece so I can get like an idea of what it's going to look like and sometimes I feel like like regular people like us like wear it better than how it looks on the models on the website if that makes sense yeah 100% so I feel like UGC is definitely huge so if you have an eye for that if you're creative you like creating a story you like creating that content but don't necessarily have the audience yet for it or you're just starting out or you're still growing this is definitely a really good opportunity to kind of jump in build those brand relationships and then I feel like that'll ultimately lead and open doors to paid partnerships with the brand yeah definitely there's also so many tiktokers out there who make videos solely on UGC like people have built full-time jobs out of this it's actually crazy there's like a UGC TikTok so if you want to learn more about how to do this I would definitely look on that but I would say like the main ways on how to become one if you're like interested in learning more about this is I would say identify like the types of brands you want to work with different niches it's always good to niche down um, for example like fashion beauty wellness b2b tech even those kinds of niches and Mm -hmm. just practice creating content for them and I don't know I feel like you can focus on video or photos or you can do both there's also courses out there I feel like anyone with a creative eye can realistically do this so looking into things like that Um, And then with that, you can start building a portfolio that you can essentially use to pitch brands, kind of create a media kit with UGC specifically. So it's kind of like the same thing with content creators. You just don't need the following, which is amazing. And I feel like too, I see people putting it in their bio or in their name tagline. Like I feel like I see it more on TikTok than Instagram, but people will put like their name and then they put UGC creator. And I feel like that's a smart tactic to show brands that you offer that. And if I feel like if it's not your number one specialty that you're doing it, if you are sending out a media kit, you can always put rates for UGC Or when you're pitching a brand, you can always offer that as an option as well, like saying, or if a brand comes back and they say like, oh, we actually don't, we don't have budget to pay your rates, blah, blah, blah. You can be like, okay, like just wanted to let you know, I also create UGC content. If you guys are interested, here are my rates for that. So that way you can kind of keep your foot in the door or create another opportunity for yourself. So I feel like UGC is just this whole new world. 
essentially. Yeah, it's definitely like a not huge to be dramatic, but it's something. If that's what you, mm-hmm. if like, I feel like if you live in a nice house with like good lighting and you just have that, this then it's perfect. perfect for you. I no, unfortunately literally. don't live in a space that has good natural lighting, and I wish I did because I feel like I would want to do more beauty. But my lighting in my house is so bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you have those little things working for you, this is definitely something worth pursuing, I feel like. Yeah, and I feel like it's very new upcoming. Well, not upcoming, but like, you know, it is very new, this new wave of UGC. So I feel like don't try to look for like what's like the correct way to create it. Just use your creative eye, do what feels right, what you think is really cool and just put it out there because – I feel Mm -hmm. like brands love new and creative perspectives and it's probably way cheaper for them instead of like hiring a creative director for every single one of their product campaigns, things like that. So just keep that in mind. I feel like there's so much potential and possibilities with UGC. I feel like so many brands have kind of started doing that lately. Like off the top of my head when I hear UGC, I feel like I think of brands like I feel like I see Summer Fridays using just mm, content yeah. creators and their um customers for their content a lot. Like they still do some shoots and products obviously, but I feel like I see a lot of UGC. Um and there was another one. Oh, I feel like Skims recently like I've seen so oh, much like is a good example. social media push through that too and then they repost that content on their feed so you can actually see what it looks like and I feel like Skims does a really good job at using diverse models so you do mm-hmm. get an idea I literally was I got an ad for Skims the other day and they had a model in a wheelchair and I thought that was so impressive because I was yeah, like I've never is. seen a brand do this So Mm -hmm. for them to be representing everyone like that is so cool, I thought. So yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of opportunity. Yeah, and like one more thing on that is UGC is also really good for people who don't necessarily want to be on camera and don't want to be in front of the camera because brands really love those product videos, those product shots. If you are someone who has a really creative eye but you just don't want to be in front of the camera, this is a really amazing thing you can pursue Mm -hmm. good point yes so definitely pursue that if you're interested and then I feel like this one relates to it as well but I feel like there's been more kind of modeling opportunities on the brand side as well where they're pulling from content creators and you know Mm -hmm. quote-unquote influencers for this instead of like a, a standard model I guess but Basically, the brand would just hire you to shoot content with them, and it's different from UGC because they're taking the photos, it's their photographer, you know, they're setting up everything on their own, you are showing up as the model, and this is where you don't have to post on your socials either. So again, if you're mm-hmm. new to this, if you're just starting to grow or you're not interested in really growing on Instagram but you like the creative aspect, modeling is another way to kind of I feel like dip your toes in it and you know, make income with that. I would say the typical hourly rate would be anywhere from 100 to $200 an hour based on what we've experienced and what we've heard mm-hmm. ourselves. 
So I feel like that can be another good little side gig as well to add, yeah. you know, to make this I would possible. Say, and then like also for reference, I would say like a full shoot day would be around eight hours, like six to eight hours. Eight mm-hmm. hours is kind of long, but like, you know, six to eight hours, I would say I hear yeah. most, most brands doing for a shoot day. So that's like, that's pretty good money. That's like mm-hmm. really good money. Also, like with modeling, if you're wondering where and who to reach out to about this, I would say small boutiques are a really good place to start. Um, Like smaller local boutiques you see on Instagram, they utilize a lot of girls from Instagram to model for their website, even shoot in person. I feel like this can also be a remote thing as well. Um, I've done this for a small boutique and they send you clothes and you just take photos for their website on your own and that's really easy but that is more of a content creation price rather than a modeling price so just keep that in mind and then another thing too with modeling is there there's not usage rights so the brand because they're providing the photographer they're the ones with usage so it's like you don't want to get that confused with content creation rates and modeling rates just to mm-hmm. yeah they pretty much clear for you ha- they own yeah they own that content once exactly. you deliver it and once you shoot for them yeah so just some things to remember and then another big one is affiliate marketing so i feel like again this doesn't just because if you have a certain amount of followers or you don't have a certain amount of followers I know people who make so much money doing affiliate marketing, whether that's through like to know it, Amazon, Magic Links, Revolve has their own affiliate, Zara. There are so many brands that offer these commission-based sales. And basically, if you have a very strong audience that you can convert and that likes to purchase what you recommend then you can definitely make money doing this i feel like it definitely adds up even though each individual commission is pretty is small um but if you have a lot of people buying something you're recommending it adds up really quickly and then at the end of the month you could have thousands of dollars yeah it's also really nice because you're it's so cool because you're literally making money off of you just recommending something so it is Honestly, it's like such a nice passive income because it's like, wow, Mm -hmm. I really just recommended a product and now I'm getting passive income. So even if it's only cents, it adds up and it's really nice. It's like a rainy day savings, honestly. Yeah. That's what I use mine as. Yeah, I feel like like to know it and Amazon the Amazon storefront is a really good place to start and I feel like it's really really popular right now and then I also feel like Revolve um, has a really good commission rate yeah and with Revolve I don't believe you even need to be an influencer or content creator like I have the I think I have the ambassador board for like yeah, I feel like, like you can just go into my ha- revolving think you have to link apply. stuff. You have to apply to be an ambassador. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, because my sister has her account and she literally has like a like a dashboard. It's not like the ambassador dashboard, but she can like send links specific to her account. 
I would just does I she get commission? So just like double check because it might just be like sending yeah, a link. I need to double check on you know, that. but I feel like anyone can sign up to be a brand ambassador, and Probably. then you can generate links that way. So. Yeah, it's just like, and I feel like too, if you have an audience that likes Revolve, that's nice because Revolve does have higher price pointed items and some really good brands. So when you sell something that's like a couple hundred dollars, you can make 20 bucks off that, which is nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just another really great way to make additional income. The percentages definitely range depending on the platform and the retailer. I feel like Five percent is definitely on the lower end. I feel like ten percent is pretty standard, and then anything higher than ten percent, I feel like is good, like really good, in terms of commissions like percentage. See, yeah, I feel like I see five to seven. I feel like I see seven pretty often. Ten, I would consider like pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're already posting outfits or sharing products you like or if you know you notice or recognize your audience either commenting in your comments like oh where'd you get this or if they're in your dms like oh where'd you get this you know can you link this anything like that like definitely try to send an affiliate link because again if they end up purchasing it doesn't cost them anything extra you just get Mm -hmm. a commission based off that sale and yeah I feel like it's a win-win so that's another way if you're just starting you can ask your friends and family if they're going to purchase from any of these save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local Kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sites to ask you for a link before they shop or, you know, any recommendations and then make sure they use your link too. The other thing that I've noticed, and I feel like you have to be so careful, is if you use your affiliate link and then say you have the honey like pop up, that's also an affiliate link. So if they click the honey coupon searcher after they've used your link and then honey provides a coupon code, I think honey gets the commission. Okay, this makes so much sense on why honey is free to use because they literally steal the commission uh-huh. or they are yeah. the ones getting a commission. So now it makes sense why it's free and they always push it. I'm like, what are they getting out of this? Yeah, they get but the commission right. instead of like the original link you're sending, I'm pretty sure, because wow, I think I like try to get my sister so to use sense. my links, but I'm pretty sure she clicks the honey button because I don't. <laughs> see the commission link show up or any type of cash back I feel like it's the most recent commission link that you use is the one that gets mm-hmm. the credit so if you are trying to use someone's link make sure you don't click the honey button the trick is you can go onto the there's if you have the app which I have the app you can go on you search the store and it'll show the active codes and then you type them in yourself but you just don't use the honey button oh yeah that's a good idea so yeah i don't even have honey anymore something to be aware of when using affiliate but yeah that's just i feel like um i was listening to a podcast and i can't even remember who was on it but she's like an og reward style blogger rachel parcel 
and mm. she was on a podcast. I think it was with Mariana Hewitt, but I might be wrong. And it was a while ago, but basically she was like one of the first people to really blow up on like to know it, I want to say, or one of the platforms and like make a living, like, like fully support her family off her commissions based off people wow. buying her stuff and links. So yeah, there is good money in it. Lives. Good money. And we've been and- to an we went to an Amazon storefront um, event, and these girls were up on the panel talking about how they're honestly. I think this is their full time job, like running their storefronts. Like they, yeah. some girl said that she bought a car with the money that she made with the Amazon storefront commission. So, and I feel like that's so cool really because I do feel like the Amazon commissions are kind of low. Yeah, I've noticed that too. So they must be really selling. But Amazon storefront like pops off, especially though on TikTok. Like I've noticed that is so wild, widely used on TikTok. Everyone asks for Amazon storefronts and everyone always links it in their bio. So I think this is a really good Well, I feel like that's how some of the girls on TikTok who blew up kind of blew up because they were doing Amazon stuff. Yeah, like people just love Amazon. It's such an easy, easy mm-hmm. like website to use. You get your stuff in two days. Like it's cheap, easy to return you know? for the most so, part. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. Okay, so yep, that's another good one. On to the next one. This one is the newest one, I would say, but basically the Instagram Creator Marketplace and Pinterest too. That's a little different. Um, but for the Instagram creator marketplace, I don't know if everyone has it yet or is it? I think so. It's in beta. It's rolling yeah. out. Um, I'm assuming this is going to be available for obviously the creator pages. So if you are linked as a creator or a business, I'm. it's for the creator pages. Um, you kind of sign up through it with your professional dashboard. I think it's a sign up process. I'm trying to remember. I think we signed up. Yeah, or like applied, or we something like that. Or something. Yeah. If you go to your professional dashboard, you will see something about it. Um, and you can apply and pretty much this is kind of glitchy right now because <laughs> we we both recently got a campaign through the creator marketplace, which I think is really cool. There's like a whole list. You can scroll through and see what's available specifically to you. You can apply to them. It is very glitchy and new. Um, but pretty much you see these brands and they're actually pretty good brands, but the pay is a little lower, actually a lot lower. Um, typically it kind of depends like what your usual rates are, but I would say they range kind of low. You can negotiate, um, through DMS and you have like a prioritized, I love that inbox in your messages. Me too. The partnership messages. It's it's, so nice. I'm so glad they did that. (sighs) Yes. I would very much miss them, but yeah, yeah. I think this is just such an awesome thing Instagram is doing, um, and just another way for creators to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it rolls out and how like Instagram is making money off of this. Are they charging the brands to host the collaboration yeah, on the they platform get a fee or something? Yeah, so. 
very interesting. And then with Pinterest, I think Pinterest is still in beta too, but they have the creator hub where you upload idea pins and you can make money off your idea pins. So very similar, but it, I feel like it definitely adds up. If you're doing multiple of these things, like you can be definitely make enough to be paying your rent, paying your bills and, you know, hustling and doing this full time. So just something to consider and keep in mind if you are wanting to, again, pursue this full time. Another, we have a couple more. So creating a brand, we've mentioned this before. There are so many ways to create a brand. You can have a product-based brand like I have with Summer Buns, which is my hair accessory company. You can have a service-based brand which is what Danielle has, which is a social media agency where you manage other brands, social media presence, or do content creation for them, essentially. So I feel like this could tie into if you do really love UGC, you could potentially start your own agency and then market yourself that way because it does give a more professional look to it when you're offering services and it might help brands find you or if brands recommend you to another brand it kind of you know ties everything together yeah I feel like it really legitimizes you and you could even I would create an LLC just to make it even more legit and help with your taxes um and honestly you guys should be doing this because like I feel like not a lot of people are doing this right now and if you can get your SEO to go to the top when brands type in like UGC agency or something like that, I think that could be so lucrative. Yeah, definitely. So that's another way, you know, to make money. Um, You can start a podcast and get money through ads or even brand sponsorships in your podcast. You could potentially start some sort of event company and plan events for a category that you're excited about, whether that's you know, sports or even blogger related. Like I feel like for bloggers, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the bloggers who brunch and how they have events, things like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can sell a preset that's related to your personal brand and you can also sell a course related to what you do as well. So if you're very passionate and you feel like you are reaching expert level and you feel like people are really asking you all the time, like, you know, for your, how do you edit? How do you edit? How did you edit this? What app did you use? And maybe sell a preset because people are interested or, you know, people are asking you questions. How did you grow to this following? How did you make this much money? Then maybe you could turn that into a course and sell your knowledge that way. I think it just really Mm -hmm. comes down to being genuine and authentic and not, you know, spammy and just trying to get money, if that makes sense. Like you're doing this because you have you're just genuinely interested in the industry that you're in and that's you know information you want to sell and share basically yeah and you don't need to be in like the hundreds and of thousands of followers you can create things like micro influencing 101 courses it can be very specific things like creating content if you feel like you are really good at it and kind of go in that direction, create like UGC courses, anything like that. You don't have to be an actual expert. Obviously, you should absolutely know what you're doing, but I feel like expert is um, up up for interpretation, Right, I guess. And you definitely learn as you go. Like 
if we look back on our photos when we first started taking pictures for Instagram, we would probably get the ick, but that's because that's when we started. And then obviously now it's been years and years of practice and, you know, being comfortable in front of the camera, being comfortable out in public and just all those different things that affect you at the beginning, whereas they don't affect you once you have been doing this for a really long time. And so just getting comfortable with your craft and then practice, 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 getting good at it. And then brands will, you know, pick it up, whether it's in a partnership capacity or a UGC content creation capacity, it could be any. And that's what we're talking about. It's like, there's so many different avenues that you can make an income now with your skills. So that's just so cool, in my opinion. Um, And then the next one is Poshmark detours what we use or Buffalo exchange and just selling your new or gently used clothing and obviously I do think there are you know lines of being respectful to brands that are sending you things like don't just take gifting just so you know you can turn around and sell it you know, we always say like, if we're going to take gifting, we're at least probably going to post a story about it. Otherwise we're not going to accept it, but it really comes down to, we just can't keep everything we get. Like some brands just send so much. And then if you're doing this for a long period of time, you accumulate a lot of things. And so I feel like selling the items that you're done with or you're no longer using or your style has changed or they don't fit, it's a really good way to make some extra side cash as well just because if you are in this industry, you know that you you get a lot of PR, you get a lot of clothing sent to you and you just can't, physically cannot keep it all. Yeah, I would say if you haven't touched that item of clothing you're debating on for the last year just go ahead and get rid of it I've been selling pretty much exclusively with detour which is we've talked about them before it is a influencer sourced thrift store I Mm -hmm. think that's her tagline but she's amazing she does pop-ups in LA in person which is so cool and she also sells online it's so easy to like sell through her that's why I do it um and I really love and trust like her business so detour is great yeah we Mm -hmm. love her and we trust her and we've been doing it yeah literally months months. I switched from like Poshmark to detour just because Um, Poshmark is kind of a lot so mm -hmm. but Poshmark is really great starting out think about you have your you know affiliate marketing money at the end of the month you have your selling your clothes money at the end of the month you have your UGC partnerships like that can add up so quickly so So don't underestimate the power of all these things put together like some girls literally make a full living off their affiliate marketing so just don't forget things like that and I feel like it's all about the hustle and just all of these multiple sources of income it really it helps everything helps and it's good not to have your eggs all in the same basket so Basically, the last one is this really cool thing I saw on TikTok. So basically, there's this new job going viral on TikTok. And I've actually, a girl that I follow on Instagram, I've seen her talk about it and she does it. But basically, this is a new job category, I guess you could say. So if you are interested in this, I would definitely research and market yourself for it. But basically, it's a social media coordinator for your wedding day of. 
And basically you hire someone, like you would hire mm-hmm. me or like hire you, just like one person who you work out everything you want in terms of social media content. So whether that's reels or TikToks with transitions and audios, you work with this person, they have everything like ready to go so you don't have to stress and worry about it like on your big day and they make sure everything gets filmed. So like they will be like, hey, like we need to film this you know, with this audio, whatever, and get everyone ready and do it. They can Mm -hmm. also get behind the scenes footage of everything if you just want really candid content with your phone and just any of the candid moments that are not with your professional photographer and it's a full-on job. So you hire them day of the wedding, they show up, they do all these things (laughs) and they're just there like getting all the content and then you don't have to worry about it that is so interesting I have not seen that but really that's a really good idea I feel like wow what a stressful job but like that's a really good idea yeah I haven't seen that yeah I feel like if you're like passionate about social media and you like creating Mm -hmm. content like you can you know freelance yourself and just do day of the wedding like I feel like that's a good I don't know what rates they charge but it's a good full day like Because if you're starting, like, in the morning, like, when you're getting ready, like, they're there, like, filming all the, like, makeup transitions or whatever you want to do, like, all all of it. Like, because I feel like your photographers don't do this, and it really, like, falls on you if you want to get this done. So, basically, this person is there to remember everything you have previously discussed and what you want, and then they just do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're just freelance That's a really by good idea. Yeah, I feel like photographers <gasps> should hire these people and like bring them as no, an add-on. No, they should. They totally should. That is such a good idea, honestly. Yeah. I feel like there's so many things that you could do with that. Like social media coordinator, freelancer for like different events in general. Like, wow. Is that great, crazy? Great thing to do. Yeah, honestly, that's a yeah, great idea. Yeah, so... I thought that was so cool. It's so creative. And Mm -hmm. if you like events and you like creating content and you like, you know, all that stuff, like how fun. Yeah. I feel like everything has to do with UGC. It's like (laughs) people creating content. Like this is just a whole revolution. So yeah, again, lots of opportunities, lots of ways to make money. Multiple streams of income is always the best way to do it because say you have an off month in one, you have your other sources of income to balance it out for you so you don't have to stress. Or like for us, sometimes brands don't pay you on time or it's net 30 or net Mm -hmm. 60 and you don't get you know, payment right away. Then you have your affiliate income coming in. You have like UGC coming in. You have your clothing coming like it's just nice because we don't get paid on a bi-weekly basis so a lot of people are probably used to getting paid you know every two weeks they get a paycheck and then when you transition over you don't get that anymore and honestly like I don't miss it like I felt like I was so stressed because I feel like that gives you the mindset of living paycheck paycheck to paycheck because that's how you get paid whereas yeah when you work for yourself kind of like we do we get this like large chunk of money and we're like oh cool (laughs) you know what I mean yeah like but gotta save this because you don't really know the next time you're getting paid I don't know honestly I feel more financial freedom not having a bi-weekly paycheck than I did with the bi-weekly paycheck because I felt like I knew that paycheck was coming so I was in my head already spending it 
if that makes sense. But yeah. now I'm like, I, feel like I don't know totally when the next one is coming. Yeah, it de- totally depends. I was just talking about this with someone. I feel like also in this industry, most people tend to favor freedom over stability, like a stable paycheck. And um, not everyone is like that, but that's definitely my mindset. And that helps a lot with kind of having not really just not really knowing when you're going to get paid and having these different avenues of income is super helpful and kind of keeps you grounded when you yeah you know, when and then it's I feel like for things. you definitely get used to it and then you don't even really think about it I don't know I just right, feel like our you parents know and their generation just grew up so differently than we did and they're just mm-hmm. so used to that you know paycheck to paycheck lifestyle and they don't know anything other than that and then you have our generation who it's so completely different and so they don't understand it and so to them it's scary because they're like what if you can't afford this how are you gonna pay your bills blah 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 but for me like I said like I feel more financially free doing this than I did when I got a bi-weekly paycheck so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's all mindset and just like I don't know for me growing up with money it was very like save 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 penny pinch count everything like very kind of stressful approach to it and now that I have the structure that I have with you know social media and not really knowing when you I mean you get paid you just don't know when you get paid one the surprise is really nice two I feel like you save more because you're you know you have to like be prepared for everything and it's just I don't know for me it's less stressful I don't really know how to explain it but if you are stressed mm-hmm. about making that transition and going from, you know, bi-weekly paycheck to not, like, you will be okay. It's honestly so nice. So don't let that hold you back because yeah. you have so many multiple streams of income you can create for yourself and make this happen if that's something you really want to do. So that's pretty much the end of this episode. We will jump into our tea time now and question of the week so let's see we have okay this is the question thoughts on when you feel like you're only being seen followed by bots slash fake accounts i've unfollowed like 50 accounts stayed off the app for 48 plus hours to try to help slash reboot the app thoughts on what else i can do good question good question i feel like I would say like two things. One, I feel like this happens a lot when you have a specific reel going viral. So I would like make sure, go scroll through your reels page and see if there's something going viral. And if it's reaching a different audience, I would honestly like delete it because it's going to continue happening if it keeps blowing up. And this is like the number one way a lot of girls accounts get kind of like ruined just because like your ratio changes all of a sudden you're getting all of these like fake or like body spammy accounts and then your engagement's just gonna go down because if you're jumping like 10 20 30 40 honestly some girls 100k yeah it's not good you might think it's really good good, but it depending on the audience it's usually not and I feel like it's so frustrating that Instagram even pushes it to these types of audiences because it's obviously not your target demographic at all so it's like why are they pushing it there and I guess they're the the target that you're not wanting is the one that's 
interacting with the real, which mm-hmm. is why it's being pushed to them, which is unfortunate. But yeah, it's just something you can't control. And I feel like for me, I feel like, you know, I'll stay off stories for 24 hours, kind of give it a refresh, maybe not post for a day, kind of like you said in your question. But again, I feel like I just go through my following from time to time and just remove those spammy followers or bot accounts there's no but like point. not too many a day no right? maybe like, like you yeah 20 like i just scroll a little bit see anything that like flag that's why we're saying that, yeah like by the way. i just whatever catches my eye remove a couple and i feel like if you do that every day then it adds up over the week and it's way better to just remove them than keep them lingering and like if you want that number you know what i mean but that's obviously mm-hmm. going to affect your engagement so i would just say instead of like doing a mass clean out just do a couple every day while you're sitting on the couch watching tv just scroll through remove them I feel like that definitely helps and then I feel like taking time off the app as well and then like you said with reels also make sure the reels that you're posting falls in line with your niche because like I feel like we've seen people you know be in the fashion niche and then post a comedy reel that pops off and then they get the most random audience following them or yeah or like I don't know it's very unfortunate for us girlies but yeah sometimes like you're just too pretty (laughs) yeah sometimes like the wrong things instagram will literally only post or only push to men and like gross accounts so i don't know like it's annoying because i've seen girls this happens to girls like especially in like bikini ones when you're trying to be cute but like of course instagram's just pushing it to the wrong audience so it's like i would say better to delete it Mm -hmm. than literally get thousands and thousands of bots spam accounts even though one thing i've told one of my friends is like yeah the follower number might be really cool to have but when you get higher up brands definitely ask for your breakdowns Mm. in terms of countries male to female ratios like obviously because they're paying you a lot more they want to make sure their money is going to the right demographic obviously and so if you blew up because one of your reels went viral and you didn't remove the accounts and you kept the reel up and then you grew 100k like it's gonna be really really hard to get good brand deals that you want yeah 100%. It just is. Like, that's the reality of it. That's the truth. That's what happens. So, better to grow, like, just steady and slow than to go viral and attract the completely wrong audience. And then, I don't even know at that point, like, is it even worth removing 100,000 accounts or do you just start over? Like, you don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Like, do it before it's too late. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, no going back once it hits, like, over 50K, like, bot spam yeah. accounts. Like, I don't know how you would possibly remove that much. Um, so, yeah. I think the last resort of, like, that does happen is you have to go private. But then that messes up all your insights from, like, all the past. So, unfortunately, that's, like, what you have to do. But, yeah. So, those are ways to avoid that is just be aware of the content that you're posting and what audience Mm. that may attract unfortunately like I feel like we shouldn't have to be thinking about that but we do and then removing counts just on a consistent basis when you find time and don't do it as like a mass unfollowing just because 
you might get flagged that way and take your time and like go through it and don't rush. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Um, sorry you're experiencing that. I feel like it's really tough, especially with reels, because that's kind of just what happens. But just keep at it, keep doing what you're doing, and just, you know, be aware of what you're posting on your account so that you can hopefully draw in the right audience. Um, and then lastly, do you want to share our listener of the week? Yeah, our listener of the week is at Sabria Sparrow. I hope I'm saying your name right. I think it's Sabria. Yeah, I think but so. But yes, Sabria Sparrow, S-A-B-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-R-O-W. Alyssa will be oh sharing God. a last name with you. <laughs> Maybe last name twins. Isn't that cute? I thought of that as I was writing her name down. Um, Yeah, Alyssa's fiance's last name is Sparrow, so that's why I said that. But she, yes, Sparrow sisters. She asked this. Well, she kind of suggested this topic for the podcast, which was a really good topic suggestion. So thank you, Sabria. Um, and also, she has such a stunning fall feed right now. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. All the colors are so good and so pretty. And yeah, I just love it. Yeah, so, thanks, thank Queen, you, for answering the poll. We love to know mm-hmm. what you guys want to hear, what to listen to. And that way we can figure out what to deep dive on or what just to kind of briefly cover, if that makes sense. So yeah answering polls really helps us so we can provide information that you guys want to hear and don't ever be shy just feel free to submit your ideas we really appreciate it but I feel like that's pretty much it for this Mm -hmm. episode don't forget to join our Facebook group um we have we're gonna figure out our dates for the zoom and then we'll post the poll in there to figure out when works best for you guys because we want to have as many people as possible we have our paris trip doing a hundred dollars off starting this week so if you are interested now's the time to sign up and then we do have our giveaway that is live as well when do we want to end the giveaway like friday i think a or like I a think full a week. week i okay. was gonna say the 28th oh yes so because then we week. can announce the winners on the podcast too oh yeah perfect okay okay so we'll do the the giveaway for a full week so it's a cute little bff giveaway with some amazing goodies including some t3 hair tools so go look at our instagram page for that all the details will be there Mm -hmm. at the influence community on instagram but yeah i think that's it um hope you guys have an amazing thanksgiving week whatever that may look like for you and we're thankful for you guys we love you guys so much and yeah hope you have a good time just relaxing enjoying the holiday and not working family thursday friday eating good food i'm so excited yeah so we will talk to you guys next week bye guys bye guys Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye.